This isn't any regular heat. This is nuclear heat. Live from the 93.7 The Ticket Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, bringing you the latest from the square circle on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here is your host, Jake Bakoven. Welcome into Nuclear Heat. We are glad to be with you. Our first show down here at 20, 1040 O Street at 11th and O. Boy, it's beautiful to talk to some wrestling on Lincoln's airwaves. I'm Jake Bachman, your host of Nuclear Heat, along with Augie Pena, our regular contributor here on Nuclear Heat. Augie, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good. It feels really fancy being here in the new location, you know. It's nice. Yeah, glad you get to check it out. Uh, again, if you haven't heard of us, we've, we've done a lot of uh, podcasts now. Uh, usually the Royals are, are going over the airwaves, but tonight the Royals have off, and therefore we can talk some wrestling here uh, on 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, it's a WWE Week in Review. I said this before to the when you know when we first got on the on the, uh, on the on the air, on the streamway, so I'll say it the first time we're on the radio airwaves. If you don't like wrestling, you're not going to like this hour. That's basically what we're doing. Um, so apologies. I know there are some people that out there that don't like it there are a few that absolutely dig it and that is who we're we're talking to today because it has been a fun week of wrestling and a very interesting day in wrestling we usually we do our raw in review our smackdown in review or premium live event uh in review but today there's a few topics to get to before we get that get, get to that augie one being that it's being reported that smackdown is actually going to be bought once again by nbc and go uh, to USA Network, which we're used to Raw being on, the report along with them getting SmackDown, of course, away from Fox, would be that they probably would not bid on Raw. So it's it's going to be a little bit different. We, If you know Monday Night Raw, you're kind of used to it on the USA Network. Might have to adjust to that. Um, hopefully it's not a different Night Raw. I would be very sad. As we all know, it's the longest uh, periodic uh, episode, <laughs> episodic show in, in television, as they like to say. Um, so... Any any thoughts? I mean, initially I thought, oh, Fox must not like what they did with the SmackDown numbers, but WWE is coming out richer on this. They're making yeah. more money from NBC bidding on this. I think it's I think it's huge because, like you said, I mean, US that that's what I remember. You know, is Raw being on the USA Network for so many years? Um, but I think right now SmackDown is probably the the bigger show. You yeah. know, the 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 more quality show, and I. You know, you, you got to put that on maybe the USA Network a little bit more than Fox, you know, because they're looks like they're willing to shell out a lot more money Yeah. Um, for it. It'll be interesting to see where Raw goes. And it does make me a little sad um, for it. I hope I hope they don't change it for Monday because, I mean, Monday Night Raw is just perfect. You know, that, yeah. that title, that name. Um, but, yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with it. Yeah, me too. And, I, and it is it is a little bit of an adjustment because they initially think a three letter network better than you know, cable. Um, and so that's why, but then, you know, the, again, they're getting deals out of it. They're also going to have, I think it's four NBC nights a year. I don't know if that's going to substitute some premium live events or it's just going to be another showcase. WWE has found out if they can make money on a special showcase, they'll do it, yep. uh, which is good because otherwise they're doing house events and stuff like that. They also travel and do these events we don't see on TV. So they're just trying to make the most out of what they have. And um, unfortunately for some Others in the company, that means cuts. And there has been a lot of cuts, uh, of course, with the McMahon family no longer the the, the primary owner as uh, the UFC's uh, company head has come in and brought, uh, bought WWE. And so there was a lot of cuts. Didn't necessarily make it to talent until today. And now I can kind of read out the list of people 
and we can kind of discuss losing those people. Dolph Ziggler stands out first and foremost, uh, getting let go today. He was with the company for two decades, which is which is crazy to think. Uh, you know, a guy like that can withstand this many days like this before. Um, but that was the shocking one to me. Dolph Ziggler let go by WWE. Yeah, that one hurts. Um, you know, he's the ultimate worker. You know, a guy that was great on the mic, great in the ring, sacrificed his body. I know all, all of them sacrificed their body, but the way he was able to get over with the fans as a heel um, or, you know, a, a baby face is what they call him. Um, to, to just go out like this. I mean, when was the last time we even saw him on TV? You know, they just haven't utilized him. And I and everybody was saying, you know, man, you got to put you got to put Dolph Ziggler somewhere out there. Um, but you know, I've seen a lot of reports that, that AEW is already calling oh, his yeah. name. I mean, I think he'd be a big draw there, you know, if they it would him be, correctly. but they just didn't, they, whenever they get any talent, there's yeah. been a lot of guys that go from WWE to AEW and you think, wow, if they do this correctly, this could be big and they don't do it correctly. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But I think he's a little bit different because I think everybody knows, you know, with other guys, it's like, oh, we haven't seen the, you know, seen what WWE can do with them. Dolph Ziggler is a world champ. You know, they've yeah. given him the belt. We've seen what he can do on the mic. And all that. So he's not like untouched potential, I guess is what they'd say. Yeah. We know what he can do. So I, I think it could work there. But out of all the names, I think he is the the biggest like, ah, man, you know, that stinks. We're, you know, no more Zolf Ziggler there um, and things like that. So when it's funny, you think about him coming in with the spirit squad mm-hmm. all those years ago, uh, kind of going through different angles, like you said, you know, with Big E and, and world heavyweight titles and um, then I think of him uh, coming back and, and joining Team Cena yep. uh, to take to that take down Triple H and and his faction there. And, and um, you know, recently with McIntyre, I mentioned the other week, if McIntyre turned hill, I wouldn't mind another pairing with Dolph Ziggler, but it doesn't look like that's where we're going to go. It is interesting with him, though, because his character, I don't want to say it's stale, but it kind of gotten to this point of where he's kind of where the Miz is with lesser talent, maybe with NXTs coming up, where if they come and beat him, um, it's beating a world champion. It's kind of, you know, putting them into a place where they belong here. But that's kind of what his job has been as of the last couple of years is putting someone over rather than kind of going on his own. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, that that's a sad part of it about it, I guess, when you when you age in the, in the WWE, you know, when you've done your dues, um, you know, on that. But, ah, man, I'm going to miss him on there. You know, his <laughs> he, he was excellent at selling, kind of like how we say with Ricochet. Oh, yes, you know, Ricochet yeah. is amazing. I mean, Dolph was the first one I'd say that was, you know, I mean, not first, but, you know, me growing up, you know, in the early 2000s and and, and the mid 2000s, seeing him just sell everything, oversell it to crap. Oh, yeah. Um, and the, the the one thing you forgot there was, uh, do you remember when he and Vicky Guerrero had that, had oh, that storyline right. yeah. going on? That's that's the first <laughs> that's the one, one I remember. He's going around say, hey, I'm Dolph Ziggler. You know, had the, the I know he's still super blonde, but back then it was like oh, platinum yeah. blonde and. Ah, oh, that was that was cringe. That was 100% cringe there. But he he made a career out of it, you know, yeah. and, and he's loved by the WWE fans. Well, and it's funny, too, because they even did a storyline a couple, it seems like a couple years back. Maybe it's just a year ago, but where, like, they, because WWE will do this, they'll, they'll like, bring in, like, what's kind of your feel or, what mm-hmm. like, what's actually going on with you in real life and, and bring it in the, in the WWE. And they were doing this whole angle where he just never quite got this or that yep. anymore. And, and so he was basically as a character playing out his real life story of maybe there's nothing more to do with me in the WWE. And today they came to that conclusion. Now it doesn't hurt. I, 
I, I, I somewhat like WWE release days because they're interesting as a fan. You know, and you kind of think about roster and, and you try to future book and some of these guys now can be left out. Or you kind of, it's kind of an end of a journey, so to speak, for, for a lot of people as you think about it. But the other thing is, uh, you know, sometimes we take this too seriously because, um, you know, there are people that say, well, people lost their job today. There's no reason to celebrate that or anything. But for a guy like Dolph Ziggler, it might be good to go away for a yeah. while. I mean, this it, it does. I think he's such a company man in the WWE that I think we'll probably see him again, a return, a Royal Rumble in the very least. He's probably a Hall of Famer at some point. Yep. So, I mean, I think that this is not the last we'll see of Dolph Ziggler in the WWE. No, and I agree with that. You know, it, it could be good for him. It, like I said, it, it does hurt me to see him leave, but, you know, good for him because they haven't used him. You know, yeah. we, we saw him maybe last year, I think. Um, just hasn't been utilized. So I think this could be the best thing for his career. I mean, he's not, he's not that much older than like a Roman Reigns type, you know? So, yeah. he, I mean, he's been around for a long time, but he's what, barely in his forties, like just turned 40 or something like that. So he's, he's still got his career ahead of him. Yeah. Uh, another, a couple other people to bring up here, Shelton Benjamin, t- speaking of untapped potential, yeah. um, at one point, I mean, he came in like his class was with Brock Lesnar and Batista and John Cena yeah. And uh, it's kind of like a famous group that came up from uh, their their minor leagues in Florida at mm-hmm. the time, and he's kind of part of it. And but he's always kind of the last name you throw out there. Mm-hmm. He for a time in the mid two thousands had just so much potential, and they they had some good storylines with him. His latest run with WWE hasn't been a whole lot. I mean, he was paired with Bobby Lashley and that group for a while, but I mean, he was the guy that was taking the pins more yeah. than often. Um, I always like when when they kind of intertwine his real-life story with Brock Lesnar and wrestling on the Minnesota wrestling team, and they they tease that once in a while. Um, but just really, they I would think his win percentage since they brought him back for this latest run is under 10%. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. I mean, besides being with the Hurt Business, because, you know, they they tried to make them a serious group, and then they just jobbed them out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, he I mean, he's somebody, he's a collegiate champion, I think, in wrestling. Um, you know, somebody like him, I'm always surprised that when you know, they don't achieve the top, like kind of like a Brock Lesnar. I know Brock went to the UFC and, and became that, but when you've got the credentials in real life, you know, for that, it's always a surprise when they don't reach that top. And I don't think he ever became like a top champion. I know he no. had like mid-card champs yeah. and a bunch of uh, tag team champs, but yeah, kind of disappointing there. Yeah. And, and Cedric Alexander, for what it's worth, no, yeah. no mention of him yet. So he's still there. <laughs> maybe he's got it. Maybe he's got a job there. This one has been teased for a couple of weeks. I think people have seen it coming. Uh, is Elias, which I mean, I keep saying untapped potential. He had like WrestleMania moments with yeah. John Cena and the Undertaker. I mean, he and and he could get a crowd yeah. to boo that man. And then I felt like too that when he was really at his hottest, in my opinion, was shortly after the WrestleMania stints. Uh, one of them, and they turned him face, which I didn't think was a good idea to begin with because he was really good as a heel, but then they only ran with his face character for like two weeks and then like quickly gave up on it. And, you know, he did the thing where he had his brother and, you know, I never really quite liked that character as much, but Elias, I feel like untapped potential or just never, and he's, he's good. I mean, he's got, he's a body guy. He's, yep. He looks the part. Um, just, just never quite got the push. Although you don't like it. I loved it because especially when they had like his feud with Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens was yeah. convinced that they were the same people. Um, and, and I thought that was hilarious, but yeah, you know, weird moves there. I just remember anytime his guitar, he'd come out with his guitar, you know, he'd, he'd sing about the the city he was in. He was really entertaining. Um, it's, it's just such a shame because I know we kind of complain sometimes about how raw is so, so long and 
you know, that can be bad and SmackDown's good at two hours, but they have so many great wrestlers, you know, workers. They can't fit them all on the show. You right. know? So some of them fall. And I, I would say Dolph had his moment, but Sheldon and Elias out of, out of, the, out of this list, maybe Mustafa Ali a little bit had some, you know, who, who we'll yeah. get to a little bit. But these guys, they had, they, they had the stuff that you normally see. WWE just never got behind them and pushed them for it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt like Elias was always a great act. Rick Boogs was kind of a ripoff of Elias. <laughs> he was let go today. He's got a lot of energy, seeming potential, a little bit older. One of those yeah. guys that, you know, maybe getting too late in his career. Aliyah let go. Top dollar, as I called out last week, because uh, we, we anticipated there might be some cuts. He was uh, one of my yeah. guesses to, to be one of those guys. The rest of his group seems to be safe right now, but uh, top dollar let go. <laughs> Uh, and speaking of a low win percentage, he, he took a lot of hits. I don't think I ever saw him win on the main roster. I don't on the think main so, roster. yeah. I think he was 0 for like 20. And speaking of weird, like awkward gimmicks, that rap gimmick in the modern era is just kind of weird because they're not a rap group that you know yeah. of. They're not particularly great at it. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. just kind of their, that's just kind of what their gimmick is. And so they, even playing that on SmackDown, I just felt there's moments as a wrestling fan when you cringe yeah. and you think this is not the cool part of wrestling that I try to convince my friends <laughs> they should still get into wrestling. That group rapping on SmackDown just never, it was always kind of like, this is when I would rather just focus on something else. <laughs> yeah, if it's not the Doctor of Thugonomics rapping anymore, we don't want it. That's so, right. If you don't know, that's that's John Cena's uh, first <laughs> first gimmick he did there. Um, greatest rapper ever. But yeah, no, it was, it was just so And then he's, he's like this giant, right? Top dollar. But yeah. if you hear about him and they talk about him, they're talking about, you know, when he messes up, you know, his botches, yeah. that, that, that's all he's been known for. So, and which is surprising because this is now his second time being released. You know, yeah. they, they released him because he did nothing. His group did nothing. They released the whole group and then they bring them back and they do nothing. And now I guess top dollar, they, they're thinking maybe he's, you know, the anchor, um, you know, the weight that was holding the other two back, which I mean, I would say no, but who knows? Yeah. Ashanti the Adonis is the other name. We'll see if he if he oh floats at the end of this and B Fab, uh, which I think I only remember B Fab really from anything other than uh, <laughs> well nothing I, really. I watch WWE all the time. You know, I watch. I can tell you what they look, what the other two look like. I, I just remember <laughs> Top Dollar because of the botches. That's, that's yeah. really it. So yeah, I guess I'm trying to think because B Fab. There was a funny line. I think it was from somebody that was that called out. <laughs> Something inappropriate in the last couple of weeks, uh, but it's not coming to me. In any case, uh, uh, Top Dollar let go. Madcap Moss, we haven't seen in a while, let go. Um, Emma let go. Mustafa Ali uh, let go. Uh, Dana Brooke, longtime WWE Women's Division, let go. Mansoor and Mace <laughs> didn't make it, which is not surprising. <laughs> um, that gimmick never had much legs, and somehow... Somehow they ran with it for a while. Uh, so they were let go. And also Daba Kato and Shanky. Um, so both those guys let go. <laughs> Never, nothing really got going with either of them too much, which is interesting because they're big bodied guys. Yeah. And so, I mean, sometimes you just kind of think, well, you know, WWE has been known as the land of seven footers. Not everybody necessarily finds their role. No. And I mean, you, we say that, but you look at guys like even the great Khali people, they've tried to push. He wasn't great. You know, he was yeah. stiff as a board. Um, oh, who was the the guy from like the '80s that wore like that uh that meat body? Suit? Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I don't, don't remember his name. name, but uh, you know, even him, you know, I, I, he he didn't do anything, you know. Um, yeah. So, you know, 
you you feel bad for these people because you know they 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 did lose their jobs, their source of incomes. You know they got families to feed, as you alluded to. But you know it's something to talk about. Um, and honestly, you can understand where a lot of these cuts come from from the WWE's perspective because when was the last time we saw any of these people in a match on yeah. a show? They're just kind of there. You know they're getting paid to. To not do much. Um, They're in catering, as they say in wrestling. Exactly. (laughs) You know, they'll be there in those scenes, you know, when a food fight happens or something like that. That, Then you'll be like, oh, yeah, that person's still there. Now, as I did mention, they probably are getting a lot of work in house shows. So that is where, you know, they're going to have to rotate some other talent in. But it's just, you know, the roster can only be so big. Mm -hmm. um, So they have to make these cuts periodically. Yep. So, you know, best of luck to them. They'll they'll land on their feet. You know, they'll go to, you know, an indie wrestling show or, you know, something like that. you know, a lot of them will probably make money on on just just for being former WWE wrestlers. You yeah, know, there, there's a lot of them that do podcasts and right back, you know, stuff like that. So um, they'll land on their feet. Yeah. By the way, Mustafa Ali, I think uh, trying to trying to add it up here. How many members of Retribution are still in uh, in WWE? I forgot about that. Was a rough angle, and they were supposed. Man, they came in so dominant. We're destroying everybody. Oh, they ruined like SmackDown yeah, for a few and, weeks, and they they ran the place, and then. And then it's like once they were revealed who they all were and all that stuff, yeah. like the, their gimmick, I don't think they want to match again. You know, no. it's, it's like they, they all lost and now they've been really, yeah. That. They lost all their power once we knew Mustafa Ali was their leader <laughs> yep. and Slapjack was running around. I mean, they, they did. <laughs> and T-Bar. Yeah. Again, sometimes just the gimmicks. You have to take some tough yeah. gimmicks at straight, see if you can get them over. And uh, some of these guys just don't make it through it. Mia Yang. Oh, um, yeah. Um, she's That's now right. with, with AJ Styles. She she's was the in last one. I think that's still around, <laughs> but she's kind of, I mean, I don't think she's wrestled in like a year, but hey, she's a part of a faction and she's still there. So. Yeah. And I she goes by a different name. So I don't, I don't know what it is, but she, she's with AJ Styles group. So Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Mia Yim has, has survived. It was T-Bar let go. Not in the oh, recent cuts. No, I, I. there's no way he can still be on the roster. There's. He, <laughs> I haven't seen that guy since they revealed his face. You I know? think he's still in uh, in 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 uh, NXT as oh, I'm looking it up. Wow, that's you yeah, know you know D-Jack. good for T Bar to be able to still keep going from that. <laughs> um, and, and first off, his name is T Bar. Yeah, that, like that. That just set him up for failure. And then uh, when they took off their mask and they had face paint and they're like, it's like no, that's 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 not gonna. <laughs> That's not going to work. So Yeah, not all factions uh, work out too well. The yeah. Retribution certainly lost a lot of steam along the way. Uh, we better take a break. We are up against it, but we've got plenty more wrestling to talk about here uh, on Nuclear Heat. We'll jump into Raw and SmackDown and look forward to tomorrow's SmackDown uh, as last week, the big return. Any fantasy booker will tell you they, it was basically their dream for yeah. WWE the last couple of years happened on SmackDown last Friday. We'll talk about that coming up.